Is it recording? Welcome to the Hot Flush, the premier podcast for the perimenopausal by your host, Mrs. Wu, and my lovely friend, Mrs. Berry. I think the audio is going to be better this week because I'm back on the computer. You are, but stop wailing your head around because you come in and out. You need to just sort of stay straight and focused on wherever your microphone is on your on your computer. Okay, speaking of focused, are you focused this week? I'm in the filthiest mood, Mrs. Wurg. You just need to be really forewarned and forearmed. I'm ready for it. I'm like a storm cloud. I'm, I sort of sensed yesterday that something was awry. Did you? you? Very kind to me over the last few weeks of allowing me to wallow in my state of just exhaustion and crying. So, yeah, here for you today. Yeah, here um, for you. I don't know. I think... Okay, so did, did I, t- I told you last week about how my Apple Health um, app told me that I could expect my period any time in the next three weeks? Yes, that's right. <laughs> Which is not actually that helpful. But anyway, I'm now on about, I don't know, this cycle's been about 36, 35, 36 days. And going off the slow descent this week into pretty much air annoying me, I'm, it's got to be soon. And... <laughs> Yesterday, my diet. Laughing, but I just totally get it. I totally understand. Like, what the fuck, air? Like, fuck off. Too heavy, too, you carry too many germs, you're just in my face all the time, go away. Yeah, and what's the good of you? Yeah, and between that and, Mum, what's for dinner? Uh, yeah, and you know me, I love cooking. I love cooking and I love cooking for my family. But just dinner will be whatever the fuck I feel like cooking. So just shut up. Just stop talking all the time, everyone. <laughs> and that's just terrible because it's actually lovely and I'm loving being at home and I'm loving being at home with everyone. So I know that it is my hormones talking because normally I love this and then I'll say, I don't know, I was thinking we'd have this and someone will go, what about that? And I'll go, oh, that's a great idea. And we do that. But instead, I'm just like, they ask what's for dinner and I'm like, snot soup and suck it up. <laughs> yeah, it's been a funny old week. I think that the, the wheels are starting to come off quite a few people. One of the things I did want to talk about, Kim, was the return of the snark on social media. Oh, have we gone from we're here for you and we're all in this together to... What the fuck were you thinking? I put something up just as a little giggle um, on, on on Twitter, which I still adore, and just said, just remember to try at some stage to put your jeans on because I put my jeans on yesterday and I'm just putting them on every Friday to make sure they're not being too tight. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am telling people to, to, like, go and throw your babies out into the street. I was Are absolutely- you accused of being a fattest? Fat shaming. Me, fat shaming. As if you and I could fat shame anyone. I know. I mean, Christ. I'm like like an apple on tits on sticks, I am. Like an apple. You and I are the valedictorians of, like, you know, the Bumbalati scale of, you know, alarming through to, nah, that'll do. Oh, my God. So then I apologised. I said I really didn't mean any offence. And then I was caught insincere and I was like, well, fuck you, honestly. (laughs) I stepped away. And then I wrote an article this week about um, do you dog because we'll inf- we almost well, yes we touched on this last week and so I sort of wrote about you know when I got dogged on when I was in high school for st- stealing the money from the chapel trays during a Bangladeshi bikes 
fun driving drive. <laughs> and, and, and I said, like, because I was 14, when you're 14, the world revolves around you, and, like, I so I should have been fucking suspended. And then some dead shit got on and said, what sort of person would steal money from a plate for poor people of Bangladesh? And I'm like, well, me, you fuckwit, because that's fucking, I just owned up to it. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you were like, and seriously, if ever you needed any sort of, I mean, not that you ever do, but, you know, with your with your sons and their full embrace of being teenagers. Oh, my God. It's seriously like you you just, you. I know that you do, you just shrug your shoulders and you just go, Pfft. They're such lightweights compared to what I got up to. And oh, so, okay. you know. What sort of person? Well, what sort of person can't understand comprehension? People <laughs> write comments on my blog. Sorry. That felt better. <laughs> hey, this, I saw a similar sort of um, humorless snark on Twitter yesterday as well. With the um, There's an Australian female cartoonist who I adore and, of course, who. Katie Wilcox. Yes. I love her. And um, sorry, that's just mum asking the boys to help sweep up the leaves out the back. It's all good. Should we have her on the show? No. No. Uh, And, yes, so she put up a thing. She put up just a one sentence saying, Dawn French has resigned from the rugby union. (laughs) Now, if anyone... Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. It's really funny. And if anyone is aware of the rugby union, they will know that the CEO who just got ousted this week by a bunch of old rugby men fuck, um, uh, looks like Dawn French. Like she has the same haircut, she's the same build. It's it's a it's funny, and there is no way on God's <laughs> earth. Dawn Fraser before. There's no way on God's earth Raylene Castle does not know that she looks like Dawn French. There is no way. Yep. And someone came back and went, you know, like to to be in such a predicament, and then to have someone make a comment about your physical appearance. I expect more of you, Kathy. And oh. I was like, oh. And she actually went, oh, for goodness' sake. It was so good. She went, you know, this has got no reflection. This has got no reflection on her ability or why she's left. It's the fact that, you know, it's a, and if she would laugh, Raylene Castle would laugh. And then I just went, it's not right. She doesn't look like, like it's Dawn French, yes, but she actually looks a lot more like Nessa off Stacey and Gavin. Well, do you know that reminds me of the time, and you were there both times, I believe, when we met um, the then Prime Minister, Julia Gillard. And yes. I said, nice to meet you, Julia Roberts. Yes, you did. You did. You went. You met our Prime Minister at Kirribilli House and went, it's so lovely to meet you, Julia. There's something, something. Julia, I'm meeting Julia Roberts. I can't believe it. And Julia said, uh, Gillard. Gillard. <laughs> oh, was that the bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> what an idiot. Do you know what? I, the thing that I remember most from that day is that there were these tiny little, like, lemon curd tartlets that oh, were like, you know, and I I think I, I think I ate about 15 of them. So for those who don't know, it was probably about 10 years ago, uh, blogging was taking off, so we were all very um, uh, mysterious and the, the political powers went, oh, people will listen to these batshit crazy women. Um, and so there was a whole heap of Chrissy Swan, all sorts of interesting people, and we all had uh, afternoon calls. We were called online women of influence. Yes. And we all went and met her and we had and such look a look at us now. Yeah, and had such a lovely time. And she was so taken with Kim and I that she invited her and me and another group of friends of ours out to the Rooty Hill RSL Club, 
for a private dining experience. Yes. And then all the journos were outside calling us fucking idiots. They were. Remember, remember Latham was there. I remember meeting Mark Latham and uh, Paul Murray. And Hugh Remington was there. He was the he was the shining light. Of- oh, it was so beautiful, and I continue to have him as like one of my hall passes, free passes. Oh, really? Yeah. Speaking of which. Oh, okay. Jesus, my dreams. Oh, now someone on the someone on the Facebook page mentioned this as well that their dreams are just out of control at the morning at the moment. And I woke up this morning. Well, actually, it was about eleven o'clock. I know. And I had had a dream that felt like it had gone all night. Yes. Vivid, but I was so out of sorts and so it wasn't a good dream. And, of course, when I woke up, I remembered all of it and then forgot it all like 30 seconds later. But I was still, and I'm sure part of of this, apart from hormones, is just I had a really, I had a really yucky dream. Do you remember what it was? I can't now. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what I got up to last night. Oh, yes. I went out with Kim Kardashian, Chloe Kardashian, and West, and we went to a bar. Chris was there. She was looking fabulous. Those girls can eat too. They ate a lot. I had an enchilada, which I spilled all down my top, and then um, then I pashed uh, Kanye West on the dance floor. Ew. Ew. Oh, that would be so gross. Don't you reckon, like, his skin looks like it's white bread on white bread, even though he is a black American, but, like, just doughy? Like you'd press it in. He's very flirty. Of course he is. He thinks he's a god. Oh, he's like, but but I'll tell you what. Can't those, be, would God be flirtatious? No. No. He what, what? No. Yeah, Rob's saying that God wouldn't be flirty because he had too much confidence. He wouldn't need to. <laughs> wouldn't need to flirt. Right. All those archangels. Blowjobs every other day, I imagine. I don't think we can let this episode go without giving a nod to the Don. Or his latest, just what the fuck? Oh, how are you going? Have you got your Have you got your daily Dettol injections lined up? Oh my god! My favourite thing was the woman sitting off the side of him, just going, "What the fuck?" But you know, she's like his. She's like his. Um, she's the two IC medical officer person, and she'd apparently just been talking about how sunlight and disinfectant can kill the germs on surfaces. Yeah. And he went, won't it be great if we can work out how we can do that in the body? Let's just give it a go. And then the next day he has to go, oh, no, that was me being sarcastic. And the best thing that has come from that is that Alec Baldwin on his Instagram feed has <laughs> done a skit <laughs> as the Don. <laughs> just going cheeseburgers. A cheeseburger enema is all you need. That gets That deals with everything. Too sweet. Speaking of eating, oh. I'm like the Pac-Man. <laughs> Just I'll eat it if it's moving, I'll eat it. If it's not moving, I'll push it and then eat it. I am like... <laughs> yeah, it's out of control, actually. I have I have been going very well, really quite well, until this last week, and this last week all bets are off. It's just been like, oh, can I eat that? Can I put butter on it? What about if I toast it? Can I then put butter on it? Ah, okay. Like, do you want to know what I had for dinner last night? Tell me. Three slices of thick, like super thick cafe cut raisin toast with butter as thick as cheese. Delicious. And a gin and tonic. And then a couple of hours later I had two two Greek gyro-style wraps. They're not like pita, they're better. They're soft. Oh, they're soft ones. Yeah. And I had two of those with some Persian feta. 
Two of them. That's like two kebab pita bread slices. Like, what is happening? You know what we had for dinner last night? What? Bunnings Warehouse Sausage Sizzle. Oh, I saw that. Yes. It was great. Of course it is. It's a sausage and white bread. What's not to love? Oh, gosh. We got a letter this week, um, the whole neighbourhood did, saying about how we've all got to go down to our driveways this morning at 6 o'clock to, yeah. you know, yeah. such a nice thing to do. Yeah. Did you do it? Yeah, I did it. Oh, um, wow. And Horatio came with me. Oh. But I was, I was thinking of some sort of McCarthy-era name check off of who didn't turn up. <laughs> I, I was happy to do it because I believe in it and it was a very moving to hear all those tunes being played from people. There was only me and my neighbour out there. Oh. So now I get to judge. Yeah, absolutely. I want you to go. I want you to just write in a in a pretty sort of maniac kind of handwriting, un-Australian, and then just go and post it in everyone else's like letterbox. For shame. Yeah. Or shame. <laughs> yes. And then just do one every second day, like three, three like a Darren Hinch like shaming just. Pop one tomorrow morning. Just there's a little there's a little activity for you over the week. Something for me to do. Thank you, Kim. Something for you to do. I've got something to look forward to. God, can you remember last week when I was telling us all about doing brain exercises? How fucking annoying was I? <laughs> this week I'm just like, you know, can I start smoking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, apparently ice isn't that bad after all. I might give it a go. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. Oh, hi, Oscar. Um, how was um, yep. me and mum yes. making a good cake? We've got to make a good cake tonight. This oh, send me a photo, Oscar. Yeah. The thing is, is it's actually it's out of the latest uh, cookbook from the Monday Morning Cooking Club. Oh, I saw that. That looks good. Yes. And it's, a, it's layers of like basically like a pastry. And you do discs, like, of them. You make, like, ten discs of pastry because I love making pastry. So no one ever. Um, and then you just pretty much do whipped cream with cinnamon in between the layers. And um, But you've got to let it sit. Look, got fun hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can see it, Oscar. I know, it's good for podcasting. Can see that? <laughs> and then um, but you've got to let it sit. You've got to put it in the fridge for 24 hours before you can eat it. So that's another, that's another round of questioning that I can have instead of, you know, what eat. It'll just be, is it ready? Is it ready? Is it ready? Good times. Good times. Are you tired? Sorry? Are you tired? All the time. All the time. And, in fact, when I, when I first got this job, and I so before that I'd been, you know, freelancing and just contract work and... Uh, so I got quite used to having a little just afternoon lie down, like just just the hour before the kids got home from school. Yeah, you yeah. used to do that too. Yeah, yeah, of course. And and I don't do it every day, but I will actually just go and be horizontal for like 15 minutes, 15, oh, 20 minutes. Having a rest. Having a rest. Yeah, and I just, I'll just reach a point at like sort of three-ish and I just have to get away from my computer. I'll just go and lie on the bed. And I won't, like I'll just bloody look at Instagram or something. Like it's just nothing amazing. And then I'm good to go again. I'm like, if I have to go back to working in office, like I, I did it the first time, but even when I was in the office, every day, like every day I would just go, I just want to lie down. Where can I lie down? I think that we should implement those sort of things that we've experienced. I think that they should be more like Google office where they have little sleeping pods. Yeah. Courage to go and have half hour shut up. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm so much better if I go off and I have that little 10 minute, you know, I have that little, you know, I can do a power nap. I can put a timer on my phone for 12 minutes. So it takes me about two minutes to go to sleep. Then the 10 minute power nap, the alarm goes off and I get up and I'm good to go. But there's nowhere in our office where you could do that mm. without a lot of judgment. Hi, Jack. Well, Jack, you tell Kim what time you got up this morning. Why is Jack wearing a Hefner shorty gown? Oh, I just, I've stopped asking questions. <laughs> I've really given up. It's for the best. I just, yeah, I, I, the, mo- the least amount of interaction I have with them, the better at the moment. Oh, my God, you would have been so embarrassed about me and Horatio this week. We had to go to Chatswood for the first time in a month. Yeah. <sighs> it wasn't nice. It wasn't nice. And I apologise to anyone that might have seen me. It's not nice to tell your child to go and fuck themselves in the middle of a shopping centre and then stall off. <laughs> it wasn't proud. It wasn't good. That lady who's, who's thinking about me stealing the money off the plate, yes, you can come at me with that one. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, in my defence, if I was sitting in before a court, I was not the only mother losing their shit. Oh, really? Was oh, my God. <laughs> he needed shoes, like, in the sense that he had none, Right. We've re- we reached that point where yeah. we go, where are your shoes? And he goes, oh, here they are. And I'm like, uh, where are the tops of them? Yeah, that's what, we got to that point too. So we were in, we were out. We didn't do anything fun. There's nothing fun to do because nothing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, but, oh, geez, it really was not my <laughs> It's not your finest hour. No. I mean, there's been plenty of them, but that's probably the top ten. I just... It's just such a weird thing of like part of me feels bad for how good, how much we're we're really enjoying this time because I know there are so many people for whom this time will, this is going to break families, you know, and this is sending people over the edge and people have lost, people have lost everything, you know, jobs, can't pay their mortgage, they can't, you know, every, all of it. And so, but, (laughs) but she says, Oh, there's just so many people in this house all the time. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so the eating's been a little bit out of control. I have tried to not have, like, just unhealthy snacks in the house. Yeah. And that worked very well until Friday morning. <clears throat> no, Thursday night. And I went to the shops because I just needed cheese because I was making my making this fantastic cheese. Oh, that, oh yeah, that looked amazing. Yeah, so good. That entire La Cruz set baking dish full all yeah. on in one meal oh my god that doesn't surprise me it was amazing anyway um and i went and then i came home with 200 dollars worth of groceries that could all pretty much have been described as cheese and snacks snack so, shopping is a thing snack shop it was just snacks there was i don't think there was anything else of actual legitimacy in there maybe it's all the cat food yeah no snacking is quite big now um and i've joined snacks. i've joined that little circus myself I'm having at least one cup of uh, two-minute noodles every day. <laughs> That's um, like, uh, how old are you, 17? You're sitting at HSC? What's going on? Yep, Chico's by the bag fill. Uh, yeah. that, um, that stuff that we used to make at uni, whether you take the pasta and sauce and put it in the microwave with the butter and the milk. <gasps> oh, get out. Oh, really? <laughs> the continent, those continental oh, packets. Pasta and sauces. Alfredo, four cheese. Oh, my God. We lived on those. No. No wonder we were enormous. 
I know. Jesus, that and beer. No, and alcohol. Seriously. Carbs and alcohol and it was the size of a house at the age of, you know, 20. What was I thinking? And focaccias. Oh, focaccia. Remember when you get a sandwich in focaccia? Like, that's insane. <laughs> Bless you. Oh, God, I think I pissed myself a bit then. <laughs> I'm sorry about my loud sneezing. I can't be have a sneeze. I think that'll be better. Um, that sneeze won't terrify as many people as your normal sneezes in a podcast um, do because you've moved back. So I'm back. And I, I did cross my legs a bit too, so hopefully we'll be okay. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and this is the thing that undoes me. I can't do snacks. The minute I do snacks, then I literally will put on a kilo an hour. Pac-Man snacks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just today. I had my. That, that brings me to like, let's be honest, Kim. Yes. Let's really open ourselves up here. Yep. What is your secret food of shame? While you're thinking, I'm just going to tell you what I've been rolling. Yeah. Piece of white toast. Yeah. Toasted. Yeah. A plastic craft single slice. Oh, so good. Yeah. 10, 15 seconds in the microwave, eat it, burn the roof of your mouth off, but you still go back and have another one. I would never have thought about putting it in the microwave. I would have thought about putting it under the grill. No, just microwave that shit. Because when you put it under the grill, those craft slices, the top puffs up and yeah. goes really, right. really brown, and then the inside is like the, the chemicals. like the temperature of lava. Yeah, and it releases the chemicals. Yeah. The cancerous chemicals. And, yeah, so that's mine. My favourite, you know, my favourite thing is a white bread sandwich with butter, Devon and tomato sauce. And I'll roll about three or four of those before I'll actually, any form of intelligence will kick in and go, what are you doing? Your digestion is about to go berserk. Yes, yes. Um, I'm used to at my birthday parties get cold mashed potato roller in Devon. Oh, can it? And then you could dip it in sauce. Ooh. <laughs> Cold mashed potato. I wonder if I was the only one. I'm going to write that down. That would be an interesting topic to explore. Actually, maybe we'll just do, yeah, party food. Cold mashed potato. Retro snacking. Oh, retro snacks. Yes. I'm writing about that. Don't you snacks that you that. actually have to make, you know, like not like retro snacks that you actually like devils on horseback. And do you know what we've been rolling the last couple of nights? Like John West smoked oysters on jats with a dash of Worcestershire. Oh, that's, that's, that's nasty. Oh, so good. Those little babies go down a treat and Jasper's discovered he loves them. And Grover just looks at them and goes, yeah, that's not happening. Oh, uh. So what is your your Devon sandwiches? Yeah, Devon, but it's got to be, and then the bread's got to be buttered, Devon, and tomato sauce. Oh, my God. So good. And this is all over, darling. Yeah. What's the first thing you're going to do when they say you're free? Go. Fourth. What are you going to do? I just want to have, I want to I wanna throw, not a party, I just want to throw like a barbecue. Yeah. And have you guys and Marina and Bromwyn and their families, and yep. I, just, I want you over. Yep. And I want it to just be this, just an, a long lunch afternoon. Ugh. And then just. And then I can lie on your couch. Yep. 
And everyone, like, no rush, no anything. It's actually just going to be us coming together. And we're going to mix beautiful cocktails. Yeah. And then the next day, then I'll have a massive family barbecue. And Linny and Anne and Lisa and all of my beautiful family. So you won't leave the house is what you're saying. My God, I won't. I won't leave the house. What the fuck? What's wrong with me? <laughs> because you have um, Stockholm Syndrome. Oh, my God. Yeah, I won't leave the house. I just want everyone to come into my house so I can cook for you all. You're mad. It's insane. It's insane. I'm, I'm going to Lee's. Oh, Lee's. And I'm going at 12 and I'm getting home at 7 and I'm going to drink Shore and Smith and I'm going to eat honey prawns and it's all been organised and we're the Real Housewives are very excited about it and we can't stop talking about it. And it's probably about six months away. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Now now I'm thinking, like, now I'm thinking more about it. Then they'll be going out to, like, you know, places. But really, I just want to see my people. I just want to give them a hug. I want to do something about this situation. About the face. <laughs> yeah, and the legs and the arms and, like, probably two days of maintenance. My hairdresser, my hairdresser pinged me, like, couple of nights ago and said that she'll be back in the salon from the 15th of May and would I like an appointment? And I was just like, would I? <laughs> it's like secret service. Like, Well, I, I'm guessing that they, they must be doing like a very slow rollout, like, you know, let's send the kids back to school for a day, a week. That makes so much sense. Yeah, I want to talk about that. Yeah, what does that mean? What even is that? Well, I've had I've had some interesting correspondence from teachers. Yes. Um, and from what I gather, the union is not happy. No, because teachers are being used as you know, <sighs> used people. Teachers are used as some sort of canary down the mine or something. They're like our sacrificial lambs, and I don't like. No, I the don't average understand. age of a teacher is like like fifties. Uh, it really, I don't know. I, I like, I, and I'm not because we were reprimanded on this earlier. Um, I there are there are families that have no choice. You know, they're essential workers. They have to go to work, um, and their kids are, are too young and they can't be left at home. So you've got kindy year one, year two, sort of. Yeah, thing. you know, and and I to I totally get that. That's not. That's not my that's not my issue. My issue is, I don't know. I, well, then you know, I know if you follow that through logically, then my issue doesn't exist. But I'm just like, I don't. Here's my problem. Yeah. I um I just want some sort of scientific evidence that sending the kids back to school is not going to undo the amazing job that we've been able to contain this virus yeah. as much as we've been able to. That is the uneasy part for me because. I'm sitting at home. I'm going stir crazy, as yeah. all are. And are we going to undo all of this good work because someone's going to cough on something and and you know then that's it? Yeah. Because if one teacher dies of this virus because the government has sent these kids back to school early, then that's not on. No. No. And the other part about that is um. When you talk about how kids, you know, they're not at greater risk because they tend to be asymptomatic, 
I know they're asymptomatic, but then they come home or they get on the bus or they like, so they're like little, they're like little germ, like. Yeah, they're carrier like, pigeons. Yeah. So your mum can't come down the stairs ever? No. And what about Oscar? Oh, he, yeah. Oh, my God. Right. So we've got two people in this house that are immunocompromised. And then we're going to have these two little, you know, germ comets coming in and out each day. Just, and you it's not their to, fault. They're, they're straight into the shower, straight. Oh, but if they've got it, though, they've got it. Anyway. Yeah. Let's go on to our readers' questions. Oh, okay. Shall I pull them up? Because I can never find them. I'm excited because I'm going to spend the rest of the day watching um that Ricky Gervais latest Netflix drop. <gasps> what? You know the death one? No, I do not. Oh, my God. Haven't you seen the first one? Oh, Kim. No. No. Fill me in. What? 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 We're getting both very high-pitched now. Let's yeah, we are. Sorry. <laughs> Take it down. <laughs> Someone will come in and tell me I can't remember what it is now. Oh, oh, what did it just do? Why did it do that? Oh, that's weird. I don't know, Kim. Okay. Seriously, I just had it and then it, I clicked on something and it went. This is why we'll never be able to do this as a professional outfit. <laughs> okay. Um, right, so. Oh. Uh, Nicole and Lisa and Liz all say lots, send us lots of love. And thanks Thank for keeping Um Susan was at the hairdresser. What? Yeah, you That's can still go to the hairdresser. Can you? Yes. Oh, yes, there was that hole, but only for half an hour or whatever it was. No, he lifted that when his wife um, said, what the dickens? <laughs> what the dickens? <laughs> Am I supposed to get my hair done in half an hour? <laughs> um, okay, so hang on. I better just for the. I'll just read your what you said first, because otherwise I think some of these aren't going to make sense. Um, hello, friends. Another week has flown by, and I have still resisted looking onto the magnifying mirror. The facial hair situation, I fear, will be untenable. Meanwhile, my spider senses have gone off, and I think the ISO might be getting to my co-host, the delightful Mrs. Berry. She's been most supportive and uplifting, and now is a chance to shower her with love. Let's all shower each other with the same love. Oh, gee, that sounds unhygienic. Um, we'll go. We'll be recording. Uh, welcome. Com- oh, that's all you said. Yeah. No, no. Then I said we're recording. So thoughts and questions, please. Yes. Okay. Um, so Julie says I was applying fo- fo- face moisturizer this morning, and my husband sees me and says, "Oh, that mirror is a bit gross. You want me to clean it?" And then Julie's like, not fucking likely. He says, he, he says, um, and then he says, but you can't see yourself properly. And my reply is exactly how I like it. <laughs> Spirit sister there. <laughs> I totally get that. That's why I don't clean my glasses anymore. Oh, that just, no, that just makes my neck itch. Um, and then uh, Aileen says that the, magnify, the magnification mirror lies. She used hers on Monday. Nothing. Yesterday, quarter-inch black hair. How? Is that the one that had it out of her cheek? Oh, no, that was me. <laughs> one, of, was... one of the girls this week got one out of the cheek. 
there was a blonde. I had a long blonde one and Rob went to brush it off and then it was like, oh, it's attached. <laughs> That's right. Um, Rose said she could feel hers but couldn't find it. (laughs) (laughs) Bev says, I lost my tweezers when we moved in February. Uh, But Oh, she's been able to borrow her car tweezers. We all have the car tweezers uh, when I can remember. Just found a dark pubic-looking hair out of my cheek. What the actual fuck? I'm blonde too. And then she says, Kim, are you okay? The cooking on Instagram has been next level. And then Julie sort of says to her, you only own two sets? (laughs) (laughs) I have ten pairs all in different locations. Um, Tell us about the chiffon cake just quickly. (gasps) Ooh, the chiffon cake. Why is it called chiffon? Oh, who knows? Maybe because it's so light. And chiffon is very light, like the fabric, I guess. Um, so it's like a sponge, but even higher. And it had such beautiful flavour. And um, you just, yeah, it doesn't have butter. It has oil, like the fat in it is an oil. And it's just very, it's very easy to make. And then I managed to cook it in my dying oven. So the oven there now. No, I took a shift. Oh, you took a shift? Yeah, that was bad. Oh. I just, I just uh, caught the bodies and the bodies. Jasper just picked up a public holiday shift at Macca's. Oh, Basel Tough. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, of course, I washed part of his uniform today. So yeah. now in the dryer. <laughs> <laughs> It'll dry quickly in that kitchen. Okay, trot on with some more reading. Okay. Uh, Chrissy says she had an almighty breakdown this morning. Oh, I miss my mum so much and we sold her house, came back to New Zealand and now it's going into week six of being in isolation. I jammed my fingers in the pantry door because because my lazy fucking kids can't get food for themselves. <laughs> and then through the pain I screamed at my husband that they all needed to fuck off and let me grieve and finish one task a day without being interrupted. Now I feel like I've been hit by a bus. Lesson of the day, stop suppressing emotions. Oh, and no. yes, my skin is itchy and I have the sweats, so my period is on its way. That's me. I'm really sweaty this afternoon and my skin's really itchy. I feel vaguely nauseous all the time and I want to snap next until everyone is dead. So, yes. So, I think you guys can relate quite well to each other today. Yes. Alison says, Beverly, I have spare tweezers. I'm happy to post some. Good. <laughs> Unite. Yes. I still think we should get um, branded. Oh yeah, absolutely. Tweezers, magnifying mirror. Yep. Um, okay. Those cooling neck things, those cooling yep. neck towels. Um, okay, Julie says this is how my day went, and she has put up a photo of her leg that looks like it's covered in like beetroot juice, but I suspect uh, that is not what it is. Um, my ankle gave way while I was walking down the stairs at my new home yesterday. It was also the first night I had spent there. I missed the last two steps, and the result was I ended up with multiple fractures. Ow. Thankfully, the bones weren't in as bad a shape as the ortho doc thought they were. Still, a fair amount of steel gas has gone in. But the best bit is I won't be in a cast for eight weeks. Oh, is I won't be in a... Oh, I won't be in a cast for eight weeks and then a moon boot for a further eight, straight to the moon boot in the morning. Wow, that's a, she's kind of dodged a bullet there because that's that could be a 
catastrophe. Yeah. A catastrophe, Kim, because she lives in a house of stairs and she would not be able to climb them. I know. Horrific. Would have been horrific. Oh, and painful, mate. Oh, painful. So painful. My God. Shirley says, ladies, what good do you think might come out post-ISO? Peeps more, appreciate, more appreciated and more appreciative of each other? I wonder what our kids will do or feel about it. Will we spend less because we've managed with less stuff? Will we keep cooking and being creative? I've personally loved being and doing less. I think we say we will. I think we'll be like that for a little while and then we'll all slide back into, you know. Well, can you look over my shoulder just quickly here? You'll see a large pile of washing. Yeah. Like when I was actually doing paid work and getting kids off to school and running errands and everything else, that wouldn't have happened because no. that would have been knocked off. But now I've got all the time in the world to do it. I've done fuck all. Yeah. <laughs> and Jade says, I'm enjoying having the family home. Kids are 22 and 18, so they're at the age where they were never at home. And hubby is working from home. is not actually not driving me nuts. Um, and the time to actually sit down and do something creative for myself is gold. That's good. What time do you finish? Eight. All right. Bring me a cheeseburger. I'll try. <laughs> just so you know, Grandma's decided to take, take the compost in the part in the backyard, which is why the doors are closed because it smells like shit and death out there. Did you hear that? Yeah. Do you, was it loud enough, do you reckon, in the recording? Yep, of course. Yeah. Okay, so that, just to give you a bit of backstory. <laughs> <laughs> That was um, mum had a Going up and down the stairs like a bloody monster. Well, that's that's Jasper in his you know work clomper boots. <laughs> Did you find your name badge? God. Um, yeah. No, they're here. I put it here. Oh, and that just just to bump up the quality of our conversation. <laughs> Isabel just heard your voice and is barking at the door now. <laughs> oh, she is. She's standing. I can see her. She's standing at the door looking for me. Yeah, she's thinking that you're here. Oh, poor little moppet. Anyway, so mum had a composting bin that was on like a frame, you know, so you would fill it and rotate it. And then it had two sides to it. So you fill the Yep. <clears throat> That's not a composting bin. That is a the Northern Beaches cockroach population's version of Burning Man, right? You cannot, there's no, there's only, there's there's no time for any vegetable in there to actually break down and and whatever it is they do. What do they do? They Decompose. Decompose, thank you. Because the estimate, and this is a low ballpark estimate of a, about probably 50,000 cockroaches that live in it just demolish it overnight. I kid you not, I have been, I have filled stuff in one side until it's almost at the top and when I've gone out the next day, it's half empty. Like it is. It needs to go. It needs to go. I hate it. It's gross and I'm all for, like I'm trying to do everything I can in this house for us to reduce the amount of waste that leaves this house that ends up in landfill. So I have have just completed another beautiful hipster purchase of a composting system that basically lives on your kitchen bench. You put stuff in, you put this sort of like chafe sort of stuff over the top, 
and it slowly just breaks down. The liquid that comes off it, you use it as fertiliser, and then the stuff that's left inside, you dig a hole in your backyard and you bury it, all right? It doesn't smell because of this chafy, wheaty, it's not wheat, I don't know what it is. Um, so anyway, so we sort of informed mum of this yesterday, and that's what Rob was just talking about was, uh, yeah, she's now out in the backyard somehow. I don't know how she's doing it, like pulling apart, pulling apart the old, like the cockroach infested one. Oh. And Rob said, that's why the windows in the back door are closed because it smells like shit and death. <laughs> oh my God, shit and death. I mean, just... Uh... So the other thing, of course, that happened this week was the, the was the stove is dying. Yep. And of course, because it was one of Mum's friends' husbands who was just this very I don't want to say he's dodgy. Dodgy is not the right word. He just was, shifty. Yeah, just hand did stuff. You know, did stuff around the house like the pavers out the back that are fucked. He put all of them down. You know, this sort of. And he did, you know, and he sort of put in this new and he got the stove for us and stuff. And unbeknownst to me at the time, 80 centimetre, 80, you know, 80 centimetre ovens are not a thing. Ilv is about the only one that does them and Ilv stoves are fucked. As this one that I have, that I have spent double what it costs on getting fixed over the years, is proof of. So now I'm, now we're stuck. Like, what do I do? Like, so... Suddenly we've gone from, oh, the oven's basically got to go to, right, do we just rework that one set of bench and where the oven is and that set of cab- cupboards or do we just do the whole kitchen? And I don't want to spend money on the whole kitchen because this is never going to be my dream kitchen and we need a car before we need a kitchen so I am literally going to be, it's going to look like the Dodgy Brothers, I reckon, because I'm like, nope, let's just get a freestanding 90-centimetre oven cooktop and just get a new set of cupboards to go next to it, but just pull out everything on that wall except the pantry. That's a good story, isn't it? It's fascinating. I know, right? <laughs> and then, of course, and then of course I tell myself, my God, like five years ago if this had happened, it would have ended me, like because – we just didn't even have, you know, like there was no way we could even be talking about this. Like it would just be, well, it kind of still works, so that's what we've got, you know, whereas now it's like, oh, wow, do we just pull out that cabinet or do we do the whole kitchen? <sighs> but anyway, Lucy Bloom has given me the name of a um, of uh, a guy that she used and I think if we do go down the line of actually having to do something, we'll probably use him because. Again, still fascinating. Yeah, sorry. I'll stop talking. <laughs> Really hot, and of course I can't open the house. Oh, oh, shit. <laughs> can't can't go out there because shit and death. God, <gasps> do you know? Hey, you know Peppy Sayer butter? Is everyone aware of Peppy Sayer butter? Granted, it costs like seven dollars for three hundred grams or something, but it is basically like something you will never. Um, it's just very so, good. It's so good. He has released a product. Basically, it's his butter, maybe. (laughs) It's his butter in a jar with maple syrup. Oh, just the thought of things I could do with that. 
It is just like. That's got sex toy written all over. <laughs> it is just, I'm like, can you, I just, I need it in my guts, like so much. Like I need it in my guts as much as I actually don't need it in my guts. And it's just, oh, wow. That girl is just falling in love. You've got that glow. <laughs> I just, I only saw it yesterday. Here we go. Peppy Sayer maple butter. Peppy Sayer butter rolled in vanilla bean and then sunk into 100% maple syrup. Oh, God. It comes in 200-gram glass jars and it's 12 bucks. <laughs> I don't care. You've got to try that. Who cares about what the price was? I literally saw it because I, you know, follow him on LinkedIn, which is like, you know, the 40-somethings Facebook, and um, and just basically went straight to the site and put four jars into my cart, and then I just made myself just go, just woo down there, lady. What Like, who are you sending these to? What is this happening for? <laughs> and I did actually think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to order some and send them to Woogsy. Yes, please. That's a good idea. Keep those thoughts going. Okay, I'll keep those thoughts alive. Now, I think it's time that we're going to have to wrap it up now because I've got somewhere to be. I'm going to put some chickens. Uh, I, I don't have anywhere chicken. to be, by the way. I was being ironic. Oh, oh yeah, of course. We don't have anywhere we can go. Uh, no, I'm going to have a lie down. I'm tired. Um, yeah, did we cover – hey, you know how we, you were actually prepared today? Uh, yeah, I covered everything. Did we? Yeah. Oh, that's disappointing. How's Mr. Wu? He's good. He's, the, he's like the nicest person ever. Like quarantine is just working for him. Wow. Because he's quite a great fan of people anyway. So he's quite loving this time. Yeah, because there's just not many people around. I can't live without people. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm yearning. I'm yearning. Like I ran into a girlfriend in the greengrocers and we sort of like hugged, you know, like pretend hugged and just almost started crying because I'm just missing everyone. That's what sort of tipped me over the edge on Thursday was I just I just had that physical ache of actually seeing and being with my friends. Because you pull you you pull energy from each other physically when you're yeah. in a Yeah. And even and my boss and I were talking about that yesterday as well, that that when we're in you know, when we're in the office together, we draw so much energy from each other. Yeah. And and you can't you can only do so much of that like in a Zoom, you know, VC. It's just God, especially being a creative like you and I are. Yeah. Um, just to we need get around the floor and say this or that or yeah. I've got a good idea or it might be stupid. Yeah. 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 Mm. Anyway, lots of love to everyone. Have a good week, Kim. I hope yes. that you you're not as bad as I thought you'd be. So well done to you. <laughs> Look, I should be I should be back to normal next week. You've been yes. uh, if it yes. decides to arrive, let us know when that all happens. And we can do the next instalment of what Kim did about her oven because, my God, was that was everyone not just hanging on every word of that. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everyone. Have a great week. And as all we right. like to Bye, beautiful. Just Bye. Keep on.